Hey everyone, just before I begin this episode, I wanted to invite you to a five-day event. It's the Effective Teaching Conference. It is an online international conference for teachers all over the world. Uh, each day we're gonna have three to four standalone sessions. You don't have to select one session or the other. They just, all the sessions are available to you. They're all recorded and are made available to you as a recording as well if you don't get there live for a week afterwards. So you've got plenty of time to access it. We've got some fantastic people running these sessions. I've got Jay McTee, John Hattie, John Bergman, John Lama, lots of Johns there, uh, Susie Boss, Alice Kim talking about cognitive science stuff, Stephanie Howell and Tara Ruckman talking about controlling the chaos. I've got Jeff Bradbury coming, Eleni Karitsis, Holly Clark, Casey Bell, Kelly Bell, Jen Giffen or Giffen, I've got to learn how to actually say everyone's name properly. Uh, Erica Terry is going to talk about entrepreneurship and helping our kids to develop that and to write their own kind of books. I've got Kelly Illich coming and Brennan Lee as well as myself presenting on all kinds of topics. You can find out all the information for this conference at teacherspd.net slash conference. And this whole five-day event is actually available to you for just $2. So there's no reason why you wouldn't want to take this up, right? This is a week worth of professional development. You can get certificates and stuff at the end, all for just $2. Get all the details and register at teacherspd.net slash conference. Well, now let's get into this episode. Now, in this episode, what I want to talk to you about today is three things that you should be avoiding as a teacher. Three things that are going to you know, massively overburden you, things that are going to put you out from doing the things that you want to do, the things that you should be doing, three things that you should avoid as a teacher. This is particularly relevant if you're, you're going into your first role next year or you just want to kick yourself back into gear so that you're really avoiding some things that are going to drain you a lot. So the first thing that I think teachers should avoid at pretty much all costs is stubbornness. Okay, I want to encourage you as a teacher to not be so caught up in being right all the time allow yourself to be wrong, admit to the students when you're wrong. It actually creates a great culture and a great atmosphere when you avoid the issue of being stubborn. Yeah, this can be adapting your discipline as needed as well with your students and not holding so tight to things that don't necessarily matter as much as sometimes we make out as teachers that they do. I want you to be willing to apologize even to your students. I remember as a teacher, there's been multiple times when I've had to apologize to students. I remember one girl who I said, called something that I should never have said and got hauled out in the principal's office even. And I, I was very apologetic. Even when I said it, I was apologetic, but then uh, I got to apologize to her parents and everything. Uh, I remember another time with a student, we were playing soccer uh, after school just kicking balls around and he was tackling me and he was kind of being a bit rough and so I, I kind of got physical and kind of sat him down uh, with my body and just kind of said, yeah, you need to stop that. I then had to apologize to him the next morning. Yeah, first thing at school, before school even started, I went and found him. I was just like, I'm so sorry. I should never have used you know, my greater size to kind of force you to sit down. Uh, and he was great about it. He actually was one of those students who lots of teachers struggled with and found really hard to manage. And that was how I was kind of addressing him at that point. And when I apologized, the end result was actually that he then listened to me way more than any other teacher. He responded every time I asked him to do anything. 
he was an amazing student for me compared to what he was like for other teachers. And I think it actually all came from that kind of event where he realized that I wasn't a teacher who was going to be stubborn and just kind of hold my ground and go, no, you were in the wrong no matter what. Yeah, I was happy to admit when I actually was at fault. So yeah, these are things that can make a big difference to us mentally, but also have a big impact on what's happening in our classrooms and in our relationships with the students that we're meant to be you know, influencing and having a positive impact on. And stubbornness does not lead to positive impacts. All right, now let's change it up. Number two, this is not something like stubbornness. Number two thing that you should be avoiding as a teacher is late nights. Don't do them ever, okay? Avoid it completely. Set really clear times when you are gonna stop work, even on the days when you know that you've got lots of marking to be done, something might be due tomorrow that you've got to get to your deputy or something like that. Set a really clear deadline for when you're going to stop, even when you're working, when you kind of shouldn't be anyway, right? So yeah, I don't mind if you've got schedules set up or whatever, you might stay at work and then knock off at five and just go, I'm not working at ever past five, you go home, you don't take anything with you, that's fine. You might be a teacher that has to leave school at three o'clock on the dot, go and pick up your kids or something and spend some time with them in the afternoon, but then you start working again later. Maybe after dinner, you sit down and start getting some work done. Regardless of how or what, you need to make sure you have a clear stop time for your work where you just go, that's it, I'm stopping, whether that be nine o'clock, maybe 10 o'clock at night, or whether it's five o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it is, have a clear time that your work never goes past and make sure that you stop at that time all the time and that you stick to it, even when, if it means you're not gonna get the work done, right? If it means you're not gonna get that thing done that was due tomorrow, stop anyway. And you just tell the teacher, the, the deputy or whatever, you say, I'm sorry, I didn't get it done. I'm on it again today. I'll be working on it all day today whenever I get a chance. That's just, what are they gonna do? They're not gonna fire you because you can get something in on time, might be reports or whatever. They just have to proofread it. They've got lots of other things to proofread as well. They're probably proofreading a whole year's worth of reports. So just think through, you know, making sure you've got clear time so that you can have some sleep, you can look after your health. And for you to remember too that people are more important. You're gonna be a sucky teacher in the classroom if you've had late nights marking stuff, right? You're gonna be tired, you're gonna be lethargic. It leads to bad teaching, it leads to bad management of student behavior because students actually reflect and kind of run off your own energy. So if you go in and you're in a bad mood, that lesson's gonna suck for you because the students are gonna pick up on your bad mood, they're gonna get in a bad mood, and it just kind of escalates. So making sure you get good sleep, okay? Get as much sleep as possible, at least eight hours a night so that you can be ready for those classroom interactions and be awake and alert for those. If you've got little kids that are taking all your sleep at night, that's a completely different thing. <laughs> uh, that is a time when you need to be looking after yourself as much as you can anyway, been using your coffee, taking the days off when you need it. Because uh, I know, I remember once when I had a young child and I was up at night time with the kid trying to get him to go to sleep. It got to the point during a week where I was actually like, you know what, I can't drive. I didn't think it was safe for me to drive to work. I called in sick and my deputy was very understanding. He went, Do you know what, I've had kids, I get that. You can't drive, go home, like stay home and sleep and I'll see you tomorrow because if you sleep during the day, you can get some kind of rest, right? So that's one and two. So firstly, let's avoid being stubborn as teachers. Secondly, we're gonna avoid late nights at all costs. Make sure we're actually you know, ready to go on school nights. 
The third thing I want to encourage you to avoid as a teacher, and this is really hard to avoid, I've found, is gossip. Don't get into the talk that happens in schools where you're bagging out anyone else behind their backs, whether that be a teacher, your superior deputy or something like that, an administrator, it could be students in your class, just avoid it completely. How you talk and how you think actually affects your entire attitude, it affects the way that you address everything. You know, there was that study that happened where a whole school basically stuffed up how they were doing things and they said that the class that were at the bottom ranking were actually the top class and the top class were at the bottom and the teachers then treated the students that way and the end result after a term or a year or whatever it was that the study went for, it turned out that the students who were at the bottom suddenly were at the top, the students who were at the top were now at the bottom because of the way that the teachers had thought about them, the way that, that which then impacts how they treat them and it's just, it's a a negative thing to be happening so avoid the gossip avoid banging up avoid negative thoughts about students and saying things like that about other teachers i remember i used to have a colleague who was actually one of my mentors when i first started teaching and he was amazing at avoiding gossip he would be in a staff room conversations be happening someone would be you know having a, a kind of vent session about students or about another teacher and he would always have the ability to just make some kind of comment that wasn't like judgmental or anything, but just kind of weighed in in the way that, you know, the other person was still very respected and treated well. And he was just kind of, oh, I don't know, maybe they're just having a bad day. Or maybe they're thinking about something else, or maybe uh, we, we don't really know what's going on for that person in terms of what's in then impacting how they're behaving. And he was amazing. He was such a great coach and mentor for me. And he just really steered me in the right direction when it came to this kind of stuff, gossiping and bagging other teachers out uh, or other students out. You know, we think we're kind of venting, we think we're just kind of releasing our uh, pent-up frustrations and stuff, but it actually just causes further issues. I'm not saying you should bottle it up, I'm just saying that you shouldn't get involved in the gossip aspect where you're just kind of saying it to other teachers and stuff. Take it home with you, share it with someone at home if you need to, but or even a deputy maybe, but don't go, you know, venting things to all the other teachers. It really can have a negative impact on your energy and on the way that you then treat everyone around you. Well, guys, that is it for this episode. That's three things that you should be avoiding as a teacher. We're going to avoid stubbornness. We're going to avoid late nights. Make sure we're getting to sleep on time. Have a really clear stop time for work. And we're going to do our best to avoid gossiping. Well, Make sure you try and put those into effect this week. Start to build a habit with these. And if you haven't yet, right, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode that there is this international online conference, the Effective Teaching Conference. It's the $2 conference that goes for five days with amazing presenters. Come and find out more at teacherspd.net slash conference. I can't wait for you guys to come and join me at this conference. It's going to be absolutely amazing.